Welcome to Check It Out with EVPO, a podcast from your local library. I'm your host, Audra. And I'm your host, Ryan. And today we're talking all things summer, baby. Woo! <laughs> so, summer, Audra, summer for you. Mm-hmm. What, make, what do you think of? I think of the summer reading program just because of work. <laughs> and also, I'm not a big outside person when it is extremely hot. So I think about, yeah, kind of, kind of staying indoors. I know that's a little counterintuitive, but oh, there's, there's some great indoor summer activities. Yeah. Um, do you have any one in particular that you go with? I'm still in the process of remodeling my house. So I'm going to say it's going to be a lot of that this summer. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. it's not some fun, some fun activity. Yeah. For, for some reason, I always decide that I need to do all my landscaping and like stuff. And I say that for summer, the hottest month. Yeah. Like the dead of July. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like, Oh, this is a good time to lay down those pavers or like, you know, mm. put a new garden in. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think I'm smart this year because I'm doing it is, is May, May is not considered summer, right? Um, depending on who you ask, I'd say no. Around here, it's normally associated with like the end of school. I feel like they go by the school calendar for for the seasons. Well, this time I thought I'm going to do it in May because it's kind of cooler. And, you know, um, I'm not going to feel bad about having my dad do all the hard work, even though Mm -hmm. he's like 65. He's really (laughs) good with a shovel. Okay. Okay. It's you should see him. It's amazing. So you had mentioned uh, summer reading. Do you have any good memories of the summer reading program? I do. They're not terribly specific, but growing up, my mom worked for EVPL as well at at North Park. Yeah. And I was a summer teen volunteer. So I would volunteer at North Park. I think I started in middle school and I did a little bit of high school um, before I had to get an actual job. And I just remember signing people up for the program and how excited, especially the little kids were, about everything that we had going on. And then I remember even younger than that, in the old North Park building, they would always put those footsteps on the floor, like leading to the summer reading table. Oh, yeah. They had, yeah, is it coming back to you <laughs> now? All, I know. It's all coming back to me. Those little like vinyl cutout footprints to yeah. guide you there, and for some reason, yeah, that's one of my like most vivid childhood <laughs> memories. <laughs> it's similar to like I have the really strong memories of like the footsteps at the zoo. Of, like, oh the yeah, uh huh. So there's definitely something that's very satisfying there. Yeah. So volunteering at the library, what does that look like? When I was a volunteer, again, it was a lot of signing people up, promoting the summer reading program. I remember being a little bit intimidated my first year of doing it, which I look back on now and I'm like, why? But I also helped with some of the kids programming, did some, you know, shelf reading, collection stuff, that kind of typical library tasks. It was basically just assisting in any way that I could and... I wanted to, I wanted to help. I wanted to work, which was weird for, you know, 13 year old me to, to want to do. I think I mostly wanted to get out of the house. Yes. Yeah. And, you know, you're still indoors at the library, so you have to deal with all that stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So. It's, it's air conditioning. I was allowed to read at that table. So I was all set on everything that I needed. Um, and we are taking summer volunteers this year. 
Oh, yes. And yeah, that's going to look a little bit the same, but it's, we have a lot more cool stuff now, more, more options than we used to for volunteers through podcasting, the puppet shows, the programming, you know, robotics. They can help with a lot more advanced things than, than you could in the past. Yeah. So I'm excited to meet some of our new volunteers. Share that experience. Yeah. It's always nice to uh, meet new people and see new faces. What about you? Do you have any special summer reading memories? Summer reading. Well, I mean, it was all about the pizza. Oh, yes. Yeah. I forgot the coupon pack that you get it then. (laughs) And then your parents have to drive you to every place in the span of like one weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, I had to be bribed, obviously. So I was all about the pizza and all that stuff. Yeah, I I remember some good classics. I think I read uh, Hatchet because of the summer reading program. Mm. Uh, And that's still one of my favorite books. Yeah. And uh, I I didn't get crazy into reading until I was probably about eighth eighth grade or freshman year. Mm -hmm. That's when it really took off. There's definitely good memories there. Um, I know I was always competing with my... I have a sister and two brothers. And for a couple of years, it was like an all-out brawl. Yeah. It's like the highest numbers. And it's like, yo, that that book's not enough pages or something like that. And I was always complaining about who got it first. Yeah, making up your own rules. There was actually a summer where, at least for the teen program through EVPL, they did it as kind of a contest thing. They did it. You counted your pages and there was like a leaderboard and the top 10 got their name in the paper. And I remember being, yeah, very competitive about that as well. So I was asking like every day I was at the library being like, well, who's number one right now? Well, who's number two? Well, where am I on that list? Like, I've got to go home and read something. I can't stay here. As soon as numbers get involved and it gets competitive, people yeah. are crazy. Which yeah. is not happening this year. Don't worry. It's going to be nice oh, and yeah. fun and relax <laughs> for this summer. Yeah, we're keeping it very, very simple. So the theme for this year is growing stories. And we're really just celebrating not only environmental literacy and our environment, but really how stories can help you grow through reading and through sharing your own story with somebody. So I think that there were definitely books that I've read during the summer growing up that did help me grow like that. I remember reading the entire Aragon series one summer, and that's kind of what made me fall in love with fantasy and that kind of definitely dragons, but that style of like world building through books. Yeah, very cool. You kind of just unlocked a new summer memory for me uh, because whenever you're talking about how the theme is growing, kind of environmental stewardship, every single summer we would go to Wesselman's. Oh, yeah. And for those of you that don't know, it's a nature preserve in the middle of Evansville. They also have Howl Wetlands over on the west side. Mm-hmm. They do a lot of cool different programs with like animal encounters and all sorts of stuff like that. And we are a partner with them where you can get passes for uh, their reserve. Mm-hmm. or preserve um, but yeah I, I every single year we would go there and i always was you know i was always looking through records oh yeah absolutely um, but they're 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 busy boys so uh, yeah. not not every time i got to see them but that was definitely one of my favorite things to do but it's really cool seeing uh how much activism is going on nowadays with um, you know climate change and all that yeah raccoons are probably the animal i relate to the most <laughs> <laughs> I know a lot of people that feel that way. Yeah. And yeah. Wesselman's has really changed over the past few years. They've kind of revamped some stuff and they have the playscape for kids, which is, I have 
gotten a little muddy in myself, even as an adult. So, <laughs> I, yeah, I definitely recommend checking that out this summer. So, Audra, me and you both work at the library. Mm-hmm. What does that look like for you this summer? So this summer, I am part of the our summer committee. So I've been a part of the planning and putting the program together for my location. But by the time that summer actually rolls around, a lot of that's done. And I get to just enjoy watching people get excited about the reading program itself and focusing on some of the programs that we're going to have at McCullough. Um, this summer, we've got three different robotics camps coming. So we're covering all age groups. Yeah, we're doing the Kibo, the We Do, and Mindstorms. So we can do from ages three up to high school, have some sort of robotics lesson for them. You do have to register for those, but you can do that online or you can give us a call. But I'm really looking forward to doing that because it's been a while since I've done robotics due to the pandemic, so we haven't had as much programming, especially this type of return programming. We're calling it a camp, but it's just a few hours every day for a week. So getting to really get in there and talk about some coding skills. Getting a little nerdy here, but I'm really (laughs) excited about that this summer. Yeah, uh, we I think we took some of the Kibo robots to uh, an outreach event and I didn't really know the age group they were for, so I was mm-hmm. I was having fun with it. I'm like, man, I'm a genius. I'm so good at this. And they're like, it's it's for like four to five year olds. Yeah, well, it's robotics can be for any age. There is a target age that's a little younger, but those even those Kibos, which are a um, screen free type of robot that have wooden blocks that you can build a code and scan into it. They can be very simple, but they have some more advanced coding stuff to yeah, them too. Mine were doing yeah, amazing yeah just, just absolutely. Believe. I've I've used those with older age groups as well, but I'm really excited to to get back to that type of programming along with all the other fun things that we're going to have at McCullough. And of course, I'm excited for the kickoff. The kickoff for summer reading is actually my birthday. So I get to spend my birthday, yeah, in dance party and playing some different games. So I'm really excited about that. Is there anything that you are looking forward to for this summer? Uh, well, we have, I don't think we have anything big, big on the outreach calendar currently. We just finished up. April was incredibly busy for outreach. We had Festival of Nations and Child Wellness Fair. I think we had like 2,000 attendees wow. for the month of April. And the quarter before that, we had a total of like 900. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it was uh, it was very busy. Big events, uh, yeah. We don't have anything big in the summer yet. Obviously, if people decide that they want the library to come attend any of their events, that could change. We're always open to just, you know, if someone wants us somewhere, we'll, we'll show up and bring cool things. <laughs> uh, but for the most part, I mean, we have a recurring, we have two different recurring events. Um, we have... First Fridays at Haney's Corner. Mm-hmm. That's the first Friday of every month until September, I believe, uh, where we the library comes out. There's usually either two or three people. We set up a table, just talk at the library, and then there's a lot of other stuff going uh, down at that Yeah, area. live music, food. Yeah. They're a great time, yeah. And we're also doing Music in the Park, uh, which is running all summer long, June, July, and August, mm-hmm. where we will be, I think EVPL is actually hosting it, where a we're going to have a music performer. Actual performances we are still figuring out. 
So we won't have names on our events calendar yet, but that's to come. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there'll be music in the park and the library will be there. So come join us, have some fun, listen to some good music and, uh, we'll have different things to do. I'm sure I'm going to sneak in bubbles at some point. Oh yeah. Like always. always a hit. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe some hula hoops. That's what I, that's what I did uh, last year for uh, a different festival in the park. But yeah, those mm-hmm. are the two big ones. And then I believe we also have national night out. Uh, but we haven't quite figured out what we're doing for that, but it's going to be fun regardless. I've heard a rumor that you have a giant parachute somewhere. Is that true? Maybe maybe that shows at the park? I do have a giant oh. parachute. I haven't unpacked it yet, but, you know, it just got warm, so yeah. it'll, it'll probably show up somewhere. Summer's a great time to, to air <laughs> that out, yeah. All right, so we've shared some of our memories and what we're looking forward to for the summer, but we know that you don't want to just hear from us today. So we have some of the other EVPL staff coming to talk about what they remember about summer reading and what they're looking forward to. And Ryan and I are going to interview them and ask them some questions to see what they have to say. All right, so we have Erica joining us today, and Erica is the head of our programming here at EVPL, and she does a lot of the work for the summer reading program. Hello, everyone. You've been a little busy, haven't you? I have. This is uh, the busy time. So would you like to tell us a little bit about how our summer will work this year? Sure. So our summer growing stories will start on Wednesday, June 1st at all of our locations. All eight locations will have a kickoff celebration that day. Our regional libraries, which are Central, McCullough, North Park, Oakland, and Red Bank. I have to do them in alphabetical order so that I get it right. <laughs> we'll have it from 10 to noon, and then East, Stringtown, and West will be from 3 to 4. And it's okay if you don't make it to one of the kickoff parties because you can register anytime during the summer. Um, you'll pick up a log and get a registration prize, which is really cool. You should mm-hmm. be excited about that. And you will have until July 31st to... Read all the books that you can. It's part of our goal for this year is to see how many books uh, Vandenberg County can read. So this just ties right into it. It's considered completing the program when you read 10 books. So if you complete mm-hmm. the program and read 10 books, you get a completion prize. But even if you don't read 10 books, you can still enter your reading log by July 31st to get a entry into the grand prize drawing. So it doesn't matter if you complete it. You get a little extra incentive Mm -hmm. if you complete it, but you can still be qualified for one of the grand prizes. Yeah. All right. I mean, I mean, I'm going to use, I'm going to abuse my power here and see if we get some sneak peeks into what prizes we're getting. (laughs) Um, Do you want the registration prize, completion prize, the grand prize? There's lots of prizes. Uh, Let's go with your favorite prize. (laughs) Oh my! Probably my favorite prize. We will be giving a Wilson and Woods family pass mm. um, to one of our kids' winners. They've been a great partner this year. They actually donated it to us for our program. And I don't think enough people go and utilize Wilson and Woods, so I think that's going to be a fun prize to give away. Yeah. 
And we also have Lick's ice cream. Oh, Coupons yeah. every, for free ice cream. <laughs> now can I win them both, though, to get ice cream and then go walk? So the, the Lick's one is part of the registration. So all you have to do is register. Yeah. And, yeah. So technically, yes, you could. All right. Yeah. That's what I'm shooting for. Yes. And we have a Lick's just a couple blocks away. I am, I am very aware of it. <laughs> Uh, so all that information you just gave us, it was a lot. Is it there is. somewhere we can find it in case they didn't catch it all? Yes. Uh, you can go to our website, www.evpl.org slash, pretty sure it's summer 22. Okay. <laughs> Don't quote me on that, but go to EVPL website and it should be the top <laughs> banner. You can click yeah. on it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but we also have a fun video of which Ryan is one of the stars on. It can be found on Facebook or YouTube, and it will give all that information oh, yeah. to you. I completely blocked that out of my memory. Thank you me. did a great <laughs> job. Now you can go watch it. I shared it on my Facebook page so everybody can see it. Yay. <laughs> so there's a lot that goes into the planning of our summer that the listeners might not know about. We actually, our summer starts in about December with a whole team of people and Erica as our leader, kind of uh, making sure that we stay on track. So do you want to share some of the behind the scenes stuff? Sure. So as soon as I finish my report for the August board meeting, I already start working on it myself Mm -hmm. uh, for the (laughs) next summer. Uh, But we do pull together um, a small committee. There's usually one person from every location um, that meets with me in November, December, and we kind of just make a checklist of everything that needs to be done and we brainstorm what would be cool prizes what can we do with the kickoff and then we tackle the list i mean Mm -hmm. audra's part of that committee she gets to help it's a long list it is a very long list um but we managed to get through it we have a great team i think we have about nine members from the staff um that help out and so they help with the design of the log without our marketing department they help pick the books for the book list, help with the prizes. We couldn't do it without them. If it was just me, I'd probably have more gray hair than I do. (laughs) So, yeah, we do a lot of planning. Um, I actually have my programming intern sitting over here next to me. I'm going to give her a shout out because she. this is Canada. Canada has been sorting through all of the stuff to send out to all the locations. It's Mm -hmm. almost ready. Okay, so whenever you're not busying yourself with making sure that the summer reading program goes perfectly, which it always does, right? Every every time. No hiccups, no. Never, yeah. ever. Uh, what else do you look forward to in the summer? Oh, my goodness. Summer is always such a busy time, and it goes by slowly but fast, too. It's mm-hmm. very hard to explain. But personally, what I like to do is, well, I watch a lot of baseball. We're going to Kansas City this June to go watch the Astros and Royals play. Um, so there's that. Um, mm-hmm. I like to sit by the pool and read a book. I don't get in the pool and I also burn, but I like to sit and read a book <laughs> next by to the it. pool for a while. Yeah. <laughs> Other than that, I just, I really like to go and visit all of the locations and check out their programs because we have a lot of cool programs this summer. Um, so I try to get out of the building and go hang out with everybody and see what's fun. Is there yeah. any program that you may get a must, uh, to make sure you attend. Oh my gosh. We have so many programs. I have a whole calendar 
full of programs. Some of the cooler ones, we, we're having Bubble Fest again this year at right. all eight locations. Yeah. That's what I'm most excited for. It is so fun. <laughs> Dressed to get messy because there are bubbles everywhere. Um, but they're spread out throughout the summer. Um, starting, I think North Park has the first one on June 6th or 7th, all the way till the end of July. Central closes it out. Uh, we're going to have a, a traveling theater program coming in to do some Ooh. cool programs for us. Um, and we also have Wesleyan Woods bringing some of their animals in and animal tales. Oh, so many fun things. Yeah. <laughs> and that's just the big stuff. Every location has their own unique programs that are going on as well. Yeah, I always look forward to Bubble Fest every year. I know we haven't got to do it for real for a few years now, so I've never attended. So oh, I mean, yes. okay, let's. You guys are veterans, I'm guessing yes. about this. Yes. Is there anything I have to bring and or prepare myself for? Um, for me personally, my feet like get really wet from the bubbles because mm-hmm. I'm cleaning off the tables and going around and mm-hmm. making sure and putting the kids in the bubbles. It never fails. So I usually bring a pair of spare shoes okay. <laughs> and socks so that yeah. the rest of the day I'm not like squeaking through the <laughs> yeah. library. Spare outfit depending on w- when you're doing it. I'd say, yeah, just yeah. bring a positive attitude and get ready for <laughs> some fun. So most of our locations, if they can, they do it outside. That helps with the mess a little bit. But I know like Stringtown, we've done it mm-hmm. down in their program room and the floor gets wet with bubbles and kids are sliding Slippery. everywhere. And yeah. it's, it's a fun hour, but it's, whew, there's a I, lot going on. <laughs> I had a bad experience in the river room here at Central where I spilt one of the pools Full oh, of the no. solution and yeah, took the varnish off the floor. It had to be rebuffed after <laughs> after one bubble fest. Yeah, I, I will confess to it here. <laughs> so it definitely gets a little bit messy, but that that's part of the fun of it. Yeah. So some locations like to do it at the beginning of the summer and get it, you know, kind of get it over with and they know it's going to be messy. They have a lot more volunteers. Others like to wait till the end so that it's like last thing of summer. (laughs) So do you have any memories growing up of participating in summer reading programs or anything that really sticks out in your mind about summer and reading? I do. Um, I grew up going to McCullough. That was my library. That was my jam. And I always participated in the summer reading program. And we used to go, I'm a little older than you guys. They used to put uh, your names on the wall when you uh-huh. guys were little. Yeah. You go find like the shape, and you go find in your name. I just loved going to find my name in the summer, and yeah. keep going back. And I remember one summer, and I still obviously hold on to this claim, even though now I know that there was no way that this kind library staff member had any idea. She was lying through her teeth. But I still hold on to it that she told me I read the most books out of all the kids. Oh. And I have worn that as a badge of honor. Yeah. <laughs> for like 30 years. Um, so that is pretty much my fondest memory is going to McCullough, looking for my name and being the best reader ever. I mean, do you have access to the records from back then? Have you, you know, I have pulled the statistics and I've only gone as far back as um, 2009. 
It's like we didn't keep those, okay. especially on the computers. They might be in like a box somewhere, yeah. and we'll find them. We'll, but, we'll oh, keep an eye out for I your really name. Want to know? Old star next to it. Yeah. And if it turns out that she was lying, those records would be lost forever. <laughs> and I'm going to keep using that story for the rest of my life. But yeah, since I've been working here, I actually started working in 2009. I have been running it. I want to say nine out of the 13 years that I have worked here in some capacity. So summer reading's always been different experience for me. Yeah. And I never get to win like the prizes, but that's okay. The prize is seeing everyone having fun and reading. Well, we appreciate all the work you put into every year, Erica. Absolutely. I do not think I could do it. Um, oh, sure. And somehow you, you may remain mostly sane. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah, I you know just a few graders. <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining us today and talking about what you do and what's coming out for the summer. Okay. You give yourself a wonderful day. Thank you. All you right. too. And now next up we have Miss Claire. From McCullough. How are you doing today, Claire? I'm doing great. How are you? I am fantastic. I'm talking about how much fun summer is. Oh, awesome. So, do you like summer, Claire? That's a hard question for me because I'm not a fan of the heat. That's exactly what I said. (laughs) Yeah. I said indoor activities. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, what do you like about summer? We don't have to say as a whole. There's just more to do in the summer, I feel like, out in the community. There's a lot more events going on. People are out and about. It's just more fun, I feel like. Very very good answer. Yeah. I got some more questions for you. Okay. Are you ready, Claire? I'm ready. All right. So previously, Erica was talking about, you know, our upcoming summer reading program, all the rules, all the the boring stuff about it. (laughs) Uh, What's a really fun, memorable thing you can remember about your past summer reading experiences? Anywhere? Anywhere, any reading experience. Hmm, okay. So as a kid, the summer reading program was where I shined, you know? So You're competitive as well. Yeah, yeah. very competitive. And I was not the athletic one. My sister was. So this was, this was my place, you know? Mm-hmm. So my mom would take us both to the library to sign up for the program. And I knew that this was something I could win. So it's something I had on my sister. But as a library worker, at a previous library I worked at, we always had really big summer reading program parties to start off the year, which we've done here too, and we're going to be celebrating here as well. But I remember being just doing this awesome party and... There were pizza and sodas and lots of treats and an outdoor movie, and it was just a lot of fun. But the most memorable part was all my teenagers, because we had a lot of those, um, having contests to see who could eat the most pizza and chug the most soda, and then <laughs> vomiting all over our carpet. So oh, goodness. That happened, but sometimes that happens, you know, when kids are having a good time. So <laughs> Yeah, there's I have many memories of pizza and soda that came out mm-hmm. the same way. Yeah, that's the most memorable, I'd say. All right. Well, I mean, with summer reading programs that you participated in, is there any, you had mentioned like pizza prizes and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. Is there any particular prize that you remember? I mean, as a kid, it was all about the little things for me. So you'd have like those rubber poppers where you push them and they pop up. Yeah. Sticky slap hands and oh. like marks. The bucket of prizes yeah. is almost things that were in like a dentist office, but exactly. it was so much more exciting. Oh, yeah. 
And I loved all the different bookmarks because I'm a collector. You know? I still have, yeah, mm-hmm. most of them that I've yeah. won over so those the are years. My favorite. You just, uh, you just triggered a really hard flashback with me with the sticky hands and how gross. Those oh yeah, after, like, just covered day. in yeah. grime. I think I managed to keep one for like an entire month. Oh gosh, it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'd be yeah. pretty, pretty gross. I'm sure. <laughs> Do you have any other favorite summer activities or memories? Within the library, other than the the kickoff party incidents. <laughs> I think it's hard for me to remember, like, specific activities from my childhood in general, mm-hmm. you know, when we think back. But I remember visits to the library in the summer because we would be able to go more often than, than mm-hmm. during the school year. So in the summer, we would spend enough time at the library that I could kind of set up shop in between the, the shelves, you know. And just read book after book. And my mom would be, like, searching for me. But I'd evade her enough so we could stay even longer. So that's what I remember doing in the summer. (laughs) Yeah. Because I always wanted to stay. And she'd be like, okay. You were the kid that was hoping to be locked in overnight, weren't you? Yeah. It's like your dream. I mean, I've I've tried to get locked in overnight. Those security (laughs) guards are on point. That's true. Oh, I love it. So when it comes to just reading in the summer in general – um. Do you have any particular books that you remember that you read because of a summer reading program? Or Yeah, I remember whenever I was a kid, really young, at my old hometown library. Um, it was during the summer reading program, and we were there for one of those visits. And the librarian introduced me to the story of Dr. Doolittle by um, Hugh Lofting. And I'm, I was and still am obsessed with animals, so that book was like my bread and butter because mm-hmm. we talked to animals, which was my dream. And I remember getting that book. Uh, she suggested it to me and I read it probably three times that summer. I was yeah. so obsessed. Yeah. Do you have a favorite version of the movies or do you enjoy the movies that have been done? Not a lot. Yeah. I mean, I expected more. I don't know. But if I had to choose between the two, I'm probably going to choose Eddie Murphy. Like I like him a, a bit better in mm-hmm. his role. I don't know. So you're saying two? Are you talking about the Robert Downey Jr. one and the Eddie Murphy one? Yes. Have you seen the OG like 1970s and 80s one? Or if I have, I don't. Maybe that's the one that Mm, that would stand up to the book for you. That's a good suggestion. Okay. You had mentioned how a librarian had helped you pick out what you were reading for the summer, and I totally have those memories too. But as an adult, I kind of you know. find what I want now myself. Do you have a specific way you go about uh, picking what you're going to be reading? Yeah, I think for me, choosing what I read depends on like my desired mood and like the feelings I hope to elicit from myself, if that makes sense. It's a very in the moment decision. Yeah. So like year round, I always like to scare myself. So I'm always reading Mm -hmm. a horror or a thriller. But my comfort genre is fantasy. So like I usually have a horror or a thriller and then I'm reading a fantasy at the same time. So it just depends on like what mood I'm in. And then interspersed through through those, I typically am always reading a graphic novel or comics because one, they're less like heavily literary and Mm -hmm. I really like visual storytelling. So that's kind of how I go about choosing what I read. Within that, do you just scan the new shelves or are there specific sites, reviewers that you... I mean, I'm always on Goodreads because I like getting suggestions from other people. Um, And then, yeah, I do look at Kirkus a lot, which is a review site. Uh, I like, you know, 
I like to see what the starred reviews are in all the different, like, you know, New York books and all that, you know, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. But um, I typically have favorite authors and I'll look for similar ones. So, yeah, that's a great way to do it, too, is the read alike. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that's how I found some of my favorite writers. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. All right. We'll take a step back from all the talk about books and reading and throw you a fun one. Uh, what is your ideal summer vacation oh gosh well like i said i'm not a hot weather person okay so i just i kind of melt in the heat and become a not so nice version of myself (laughs) so i think the ideal summer vacation would be some sort of staycation where i can be indoors in the air conditioning Mm -hmm. however i grew up like my grandparents lived down at barkley lake so we would spend summers there but again, during those tri- trips, you would probably find me in their like house reading books while my cousins were like outside fishing or destroying jet skis. That wasn't really my thing. But yeah, it's kind of kind of my ideal vacation would be like at a summer lake house reading in there. In, in, in the lake house, <laughs> yeah, yeah. with it. the yeah. view. It's it's all about the view that oh, you yeah. can look up from the book too. Exactly. Yeah. I, as a kid, I have those memories of like running around barefoot in the fields and everything. And I'm like, I have no idea how I did that. I know. What, what happened? There's no desire to now. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. No, I totally get that. I mean, summers were spent outside in creeks, picking up frogs, playing with animals, my cousins. It was awesome. And now I'm just like, yeah, don't want to sweat. Yeah. I'd like to vacation somewhere cold. Yes. You know, how you go and people winter in Florida or whatever. You don't really hear about people doing the opposite much, but yeah, I'd love to spend my summer in like Alaska. It's a good time to visit Canada for the first time, you know, get a little bit cooler. Oh yeah. So is there a specific type of book or a specific genre that you're reading in this ideal um, lakeside cabin? Yes. Thrillers, specifically slashers. And I don't know quite what it is, probably because we're all hot and angry in the summer. And, yeah. I, you know, so it's the perfect genre. Um, it's an outlet to let out what you're feeling. Absolutely. And the good ones are fast paced. They keep you on the edge of your seat and they make you double check your closets and, mm-hmm. and everywhere to make sure there are no murderers lurking about. And I love that feeling in the summer. That's why I read thrillers. You have any suggestions of some of your top ones? Yeah, I mean, there's listeners? a new one coming out, I think, in June, um, and we have all his books. Uh, it's called The House Across the Lake by Riley Sager. He wrote um, Final Girls, uh, a whole slew of books, but they're the perfect, like, thriller, slasher, trying to figure out who this murderer is, you know, or it'll be 20, year, 20 years previous, there was a mass murder and this guy's back and they're trying to figure it out. That's, mm-hmm. He writes those perfectly. So they're the perfect summer reads. I mean, I think you're onto something because all of my favorite, like, slasher films take place in the summer. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, yeah. yeah. Summer camps. Yeah. Deserted. Like, yeah. And people just go crazy in the heat. Which is exactly what Final Girls, his first book that he came out with, is about. Like, she was a the final girl who survived mm-hmm. in this mm-hmm. summer camp. I think it was summer camp. All his books kind of follow that hmm. plot, but a little different each time. Okay. Well, since, since you are the manager of Cola. 
Okay, I'm going to go ahead and ask you, do you have anything in particular you're super excited about that's coming up in the next couple months? Yeah, I mean, I think we have a lot of really cool programs coming up this summer. Um, I'm really excited for some of our kids' programs. We're doing robotics camps this summer, mm-hmm. um, Kaibo for grades K through 3, and we do's in July for grades 3 through 6. Um, so I think those will be a lot of fun. And, of course, Animal Tells. We usually host um, this group that comes in and brings wild animals. Yeah. And they are coming, and that is, like, my favorite part <laughs> um, is when they come in the summer. So Get to interact with them oh, a little yeah. bit. They yeah. Like, animals you don't normally see yeah. outside of a zoo. And you so. can learn a little bit about them. Oh, absolutely. And this summer, it's all about animal science specifically. Ooh. So I think uh, kids, will, kids and adults and everyone will have the opportunity to learn a little more than they usually do about animals. Yeah, me and me and Katie still go on and on about how we met this. Uh, I think it was a rat snake named Roscoe nice. over at Wesselman's like six or seven mm-hmm. months ago. He was he was the best snake. That's really cool. But we're really excited. I think there's going to be a lot of fun stuff. All right. Well, thank you for joining us today, Claire, for sharing some of your summer memories and what you're looking forward to this summer with EVPL. Thanks a lot, Claire. Thanks for having me. All right, and our last guest today is Heather, who is currently our COO here at EVPL, and she's going to share some of her summer reading memories as well. So welcome. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. Well, first off, I was just kind of interested. So in your position, what does summer look like to you professionally? So by the time summer reading starts, a lot of the parts that I had to do with are already done. So, of course, I play a big role in talking with Erica and any of the summer reading committee teams and you know subcommittees about the theme, possibly touching on what may be coming programming-wise, working with marketing as they get ready, looking at all the drafts of what the logo will look like. So, basically, all of my work is already mm-hmm. done by the time summer already starts. However... A lot of times I will either just attend some of our programs or I will work some of our programs. Last year I worked at the Haney's Corner First Fridays outreach event. I've worked several of our concerts before in the evenings. Sometimes it's just easier to fill in if somebody has to be off for vacation. I'll just step in and say, yeah, I can I can go hang out and listen to some music on a Friday yeah. night. That doesn't sound so bad, right? So I'd love to be able to fill in and help out in any way that I can during the summer. Okay. So you kind of have your hands on a little bit of everything. Yeah. Yeah. Get to enjoy it a little bit more, though. Yes. Yeah. I am, however, bad. I will admit this. I'm very bad at actually signing up for the program myself. Even though I constantly read, I never remember to actually sign up. Track your books? Yes. Wow. (laughs) Because I I track them through Goodreads, and I I just forget to do the whole other tracking. So that is a big (laughs) confession, because now you guys can hold me accountable and be like, hey, did you sign up? And I guess this year is going to be the year yeah. that I sign up and track my books. Right. I, I often go back retroactively. Yeah, it's like the very end of the month. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I've been been keeping this log the whole time and just fill it in real quick. <laughs> there, you go. there you go. But the moment you win the grand prize, because this is the first year you actually signed up, everyone's going to be I would you. not yeah. take it. I would totally <laughs> never take it. I would, I would if you they drew know. my name, I would say, draw somebody else okay. and don't tell anybody that you picked me. So. Is, is, is there a grand prize that you might consider going back on that? Oh, I mean, 
like maybe a mug or something. You see, now this is unfair. <laughs> that's just not fair. Hey, anybody else would not think that that's a great brand grand prize, except Ryan knows that I have a large collection of mugs. So yeah, I would. I probably would never turn down a mug. That's true. <laughs> You're right about that. So maybe I would take that as a consolation prize and give an actual grand prize to someone else. Okay. Yeah, yeah. that would work. We have the maker. I mean, we're sitting in Maker Central. You could make me a mug. I have Ryan. made several. Oh. That that horrendous one right behind you with huh? all the different colors and stuff. That's, that's the one I messed up on three there times. There you go. Mm-hmm. You can make me a summer mug. I would take that. <laughs> okay. Do you display your collection proudly? Have you ever seen the walls where they're like built in? I have seen those. So in my old office, they were on display and you can see all my mugs. In my new office, they're kind of hidden away and mm-hmm. at home, many of them are on display, but I have too many. I have too many mugs, too many books. Eh. Good problems to have. <laughs> so outside of professional, outside of your work, uh, what do you look forward to most during the summer? Hmm. Well, I mean, the answer is reading, but that's also my answer all the time. Like, really, I know that sounds super nerdy because I'm a librarian and blah, blah, whatever. But really, outside of work, I read a lot of books. So I'm always looking forward to reading. But specifically mm-hmm. in summer, I read outside. Hey. <laughs> so okay. it changes. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I change my location and where I read. I read a lot of times on my front porch, especially with coffee. Mm-hmm. And if we go on vacation, I am still a physical book reader. So I always pack almost a whole other bag full of books <laughs> to take with me, especially if we're driving. It's harder when you're flying because they're pretty heavy, but I still have physical books with me. So it just depends. The location where I read changes, but I enjoy reading outside when in summer. Is there a certain genre you like in the summer? Or? Mm, I do tend to pick up more of those beach reads just because it's like a thing, right? Mm-hmm. It's the right time to read about the beach and Nantucket or wherever. Um, quick reads are always fun. You know, one of those suspense thrillers that are bestseller express books that you can kind of fly through really quickly. I like to read those mm-hmm. in the summer. But I read almost anything except westerns uh, all the time. Okay. Yeah, apparently, according to Claire, who we had a, a little bit ago, uh, summer is the slasher reading time. Oh. Yeah. Uh, see, but Claire and I, this is where we diverge. She loves slashers and horror stories and all that stuff. And yeah, we just talked about this in relation to movies last week. And I said, I'm not, I don't really want to go to a scary movie. And now she's going to take me to a scary movie. Of course, that's <laughs> what's going to happen. But so I don't read a ton of those. I will read them, but it's not the highest. I can't read them and expect to sleep well, is my thing. (laughs) Like, yeah, I'm going to need the day off afterwards to recover if I read that kind of (laughs) story. smart. I watched a scary movie last night. I need to watch nothing but cartoons today. Oh, yeah. There you go. Balance. It's called balance. (laughs) Yeah. So you you have a very professional uh, relationship with the library currently. Yes. Uh, As a child, what was your relationship with the library like? So as a child, I grew up in Posey County. And my parents still live in Posey County. And I was lucky enough that my parents bought a plaque card every single year mm-hmm. so that we could come to the Evansville Vandenberg Public Library. So I actually grew up in what was the old North Park branch. And that building is now Holly's house. But we went there so often. I could walk you through that building and tell you where every part of that collection is right now. I I know ex- I can see it in my mind. That's how often we went there. I was part of every summer reading program, probably from the time 
I was one or two. Uh, my mom was always reading to me. From the time I could talk, I asked her to teach me to read, which kind of blew her mind. And she was like, I don't know how to teach you to read. <laughs> uh, but I watched a lot of Sesame Street. And so I tried to read on my own. You know, they would bring the letters together mm-hmm. and you would kind of sound things out. So like we'd be driving and I would point at a word and say, truck. And, it, you know, it said like Ford or something else or Chevrolet. But to me, I was reading the words yeah. on that truck because I could see very clearly that it was a truck. Or the newspaper would say, you know, Evansville Courier. And I would say newspaper. Like I just really wanted to read. So it has always been part of me. And I have very fond memories of going to the library, signing up for summer reading and reading as many books as I as I could. Still, same same person. Five-year-old, six-year-old, seven-year-old, 10-year-old, 13-year-old, 43-year-old. We're all the same person. Heather <laughs> is the same at all those ages when it comes to reading. Was there a favorite program that you remember in that or a favorite theme? I don't remember their themes except one. And I only remember this because in my time since I was working here at EVPL, when I was previously the engagement experience officer, my mom was cleaning up stuff at the house and she found one of my old summer reading logs and she gave it to me. And it was from 1983. Remember, I just gave my age, so it's fine. (laughs) Uh, So that summer I was turning five and this one had like an it's retro now, but it wasn't retro in 1983, but it was a gaming theme. It had like Pac-Man kind of thing on it. And you had to, you know, read your books and mom gave it to me and I brought it into work. It might still be upstairs actually in my office. I'm not entirely sure, but I wouldn't be surprised. And I just thought it was just the coolest thing to like actually be working here now mm-hmm. because this wasn't like a dream. I didn't always think I wanted to be a librarian. It makes total sense, but it wasn't like where I was going to go. And so I just kept thinking about it. And I st- stared at that program, that reading log for so long. And then I realized I could kind of make this happen because as engagement experience officer, and again, now as COO, I was over, that's a horrible term, but I gave guidance and direction to the marketing team. So I talked to our graphic designer at the time about it, and I talked to the team about what if we did kind of now a retro gaming theme, (laughs) and they were totally game, and Jared Cook was our graphic designer at the time, and he did some phenomenal artwork to truly, truly make it a retro theme, and so it was called Take Control, Our Summer 2018. So -hmm. what is that? Do, Do that math. What's 1983 to 2018? 25 years, something like that. On the spot, Ryan. Is that what that is? I I think it's, I don't don't know, maybe it's 35. I don't know. We're not going to do math. We are librarians. Either way, from 1983 to 2018, we we had this this gaming feel. And that that was so cool. That was really cool to be able to take those childhood memories and bring that back. And bring it to life in such a way uh, here at the library and Mm -hmm. and to see that I had a part in that. That was really cool. Yeah. So if you ever want to do that again, um, downstairs in the Read Archive, we keep all of the past summer reading themes. And and I I don't know if it was the 60s or the 70s now, but there was one that was themed around Bigfoot. So you should visit visit the archive down there. Oh, now you have no idea. I don't know if you saw. I would love to see a cryptid. 
wink, wink, nudge, nudge <laughs> themed reading program. That's what I was going to say. I don't know if you just saw the like gleam in my eye that like as soon as you were saying that, my mind was like spinning off in all these ways that we could actually make that happen. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I think that would be cool. Throwbacks are I always like appreciated. I, I like it. that I get the Bigfoot suit. Oh and yes, you would both, make we could a do a great a whole, like conspiracy summer, like summer of conspiracies, or like we can bring out the Loch Ness monster. There's just yeah. so many ways like we could really spin that. The summer of fantasy, I guess Bigfoot isn't fantasy for some people. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> however, you want to take that. You never know. It's you don't. There. You don't. We could bring back the footprints though. We had just talked about that before we yeah. went on air. And that's one thing I do remember as a child. Always you had something that you could put your name on and they would put it up around the library. And every time you came back over the summer, you had to go look at mm-hmm. your whatever it was, whether it was a footprint or an apple or whatever that was just cut out and put on the wall. Your name was on the wall at the mm-hmm. library. And that was the coolest thing as a kid. And we have done that again here. We still do it sometimes. Yeah, yeah you mentioned that just triggered a flashback. Of, I had a leaf. See? Apparently that I loved. And, uh, oh, yeah. yeah. A, lot, a lot of coming out, is coming out today. Yeah. Andre. yeah. <laughs> I mean, who doesn't, who doesn't like to see their name? That gives you a, a space and a place in a place that you hold dear. That's pretty... It's pretty formative as a child. I mean, here I am reminiscing about it. I can't tell you hardly anything else as a kid, but I can tell you I went to that library and I read those books. I can show you where the books about Harriet Tubman and Eleanor Roosevelt were and which wall they were on. And and those books, those stories made me who I am. So that's dorky, but it's real. All right. Well, thank you, Heather, for joining us today to share all of that. I had a great time. Thanks, guys. Yeah, thanks for coming. And yeah, just, just don't forget about, about the cryptids in the I future, mean, okay? I think we can we can work with that. I feel like you're abusing your power to try and yeah, say something I, on air that she has to commit to. <laughs> I said we can work with that. <laughs> well, to all just our all listeners. Just all think about it. Yeah. <laughs> to, to all our listeners. Uh, if you have any idea for future podcasts or want to suggest anything or leave comments, you can always reach us at podcast at evpl.org. Or any ideas for summer reading, because now that we've thrown that out, that's true. Yeah, we would love to hear your ideas yeah. or support for our ideas. That's right. <laughs> or support for Audra's idea for future <laughs> summer reading programs. <laughs> and actually, what's the best way of going about that? Well, they can email me. My email's out there, and I never turn down an email. They could also email our programming email. I think it's just programming at mm-hmm. evpl.org. That would be a good one. Or the podcast. You guys would get yeah. it to the right people. Or There's just, so many ways. Yeah, just come into a branch and be like, hey, I got a great idea. Yes. Yeah. yeah we always I would here. love that if someone just came through the door like, I have ideas. I would love that, too. Yeah. I can't wait until someone yeah. does that. And then I hear about it. <laughs> well... Thank you so much for listening. Have a wonderful day. All right. See ya.